So we looked upon as something bad, losers, stoner, whatever it may be. But then some of the greatest athletes ever walked this earth, like, the, you know, the man sitting next to me, we've all smoked weed. And, you know, we was, was such huge fans of you, huge fans of you, man. I'm having like a real, I've met Obama, Jordan, I didn't trip off nothing, but I'm smoking weed. Motherfucking Mike Tyson right now. This I love that. Insane. I'm like the hood champion. <laughs> nah, straight up. Now nah, you're everybody's champion, man. For real. gonna be good hey man we're in hot boxing right now we have an awesome guest here today my friend matt bonds man how you doing i'm well man thank you for having me it's an honor to be here oh man thank you Hell what yeah, do you matt. think about this stuff oh i love matt man <laughs> i love what matt's doing uh the first time i got to meet matt was at that event at snoop's compound yeah, pretty cool right? that was man, great we appreciate you guys coming out that day too it meant a lot hell yeah man been well a lot. it's a big deal us athletes and you know, whoever can come out and, and tell a true story about how this plant has positively helped them, I think it's important, you know. Yeah. I think that's what, you know, this space is missing is just the educational factor. I think there's so many old stereotypes about what this is supposed to do or what this does. But in actuality, there's been, you know, and, you know, athletes are looked at as, as cream of the crop. And, and throughout our careers, there's been several guys that have successfully, you know, been athletes and, and, and smokers and, uh, you know, haven't missed a beat and they've been better for it. No doubt. So you can you consumed cannabis during your career. Oh, I, I started smoking weed at fourteen. I used to steal it from my dad's plants. <laughs> so seeds, stems, it didn't matter back then. And then you know, seeds just the pop and stuff. Right. So you it's smoked them. They pop. Right. Back <laughs> ugh, and they smelled. Um, but you know, since then, so I, I smoked all through high school, all through at, uh, my UCLA career, and then fifteen years in the NBA. Was it difficult getting around drug testing and all that? Very. I had to come like a kind of like a little mastermind with it. Um, in the NBA, you get three strikes, and then uh, oh man, after after your you know, third I had, strike, I had to wither. I had to wither. Yeah. See, yeah. we couldn't do that. So <laughs> they, yeah. they caught on to us early. So we used to have to pull our pants down, and like the doctor would stare right at your dick. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure the pee is coming right out of the hole. So yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was no game. So we, you know, you just had to. We had to take our shirts off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shirts yeah. off, shorts Shirt up, really? yeah. shorts all the way down. And yeah. They used to make you spin around. They didn't make yeah. you spin oh, around man, no listen, more. I but used to intimidate the doctors. It was a show, bro. It was a show. I can only, I can <laughs> only imagine. You want to see this motherfucker, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> just scared the doctor. Yeah. It was a fake yeah. dick. If you want to stick my dick, motherfucker, turn Ooh. around, man. Get my motherfucking dick, nigga. Yeah. That crazy I love shit. that, dude. <laughs> One of our, we had this big ass offensive tackle, Tony Pashos. He was like 6'8, 360. In, in Jacksonville, and he'd come out of the drug testing thing so pissed. He'd be like, Piss man trying to look at my dick! Yeah, oh, man, it's crazy, man. It's, and the, that guy would be all full of shame, yeah. like in his little in the bathroom. Some people we really you. take the test. Some, like, yeah. some people really thing. enjoy that. Like they like they're too. I'm like you. you yeah, look at dicks all day. You're too excited to be looking at dicks all day, my guy. Yeah, yeah. meet you with a fuck alone. Like right, for real, man. Especially the ones like in the NBA. Like when you get in the program, they come to your house once a week. You know what I mean? So he's coming to the house, just all smiles. I'm just like, yeah, you smile a little too much to be looking at. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? A little fucking weird. So, is it is uh, testing for weed random throughout the NBA season? You get four random tests throughout the season. Um, oh, up to four. That's how they kind of trick you because you could be none after your third, but up to four. So you get tested from training camp until the NBA finals are over. Even if your team is not in the finals, you still have an opportunity to be tested. So. 
It was just a way, you know, you, you live and you learn in trial and error, you know, throughout my career with um, just really trying to eat clean, drink a lot of water and stay in the steam room, you know, mm. when, I, when I'm sweating and um, Keep excuse it me, flowing. when I'm smoking. Yeah, you know, because I don't really smoke like I used to summer smoke. Summer smokers, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to burn my face off. Yeah, yeah. But in the season, it's just, you know, for, for need, you know, which is good. And yeah, I made it work. Nice, man. That's much more difficult than the NFL. I mean, in the NFL, you get once a year. Right. You know, and think, then you're good to go. And I think that's why they're so strict when you guys do fail it. Because, like, if you can't stay clean for this amount of time for this one test, you it's deserve, a good point. you know, you know, kind of deserve. But with the, with, with the NBA, it kind of hit when baseball hit with steroids. You know what I mean? And they know we didn't have a steroid mm. problem in the NBA. So it was just like, what are they doing? Oh, they're all black. They're probably smoking weed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's when they started hitting you with the four random tests um, mm. for cannabis. And, and it's crazy because, you know, once I was in the program, you know, there's, 150, 200 guys in the program, you know, and the majority of them are for smoking weed. Whoa. It's crazy. What's going on in the program? Uh, you're getting counseling. Um, they're, they're talking to you like it's, you know, like you're really addicted to a drug, which is Like which you're is an great. addict. Right, which is crazy. And then uh, just weekly tests. So mm. you get tested once a week. I can stop. Is my, my mic on? Yeah. Oh, it got unplugged. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Hello. Yeah. There you are. There you are, buddy. I used to be always afraid to take my test, man. I just couldn't. Um, I just couldn't function without weed. I didn't know how to do it. How am I gonna ever fucking get away with this shit? I couldn't stop smoking. You yeah. guys got strict like Olympic testing, though, didn't you? Yeah. You guys have to like the real shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's unfortunate, man. A lot of people have lost their careers and a lot of money for you know something that was really helping us but yeah. at the same time they'll throw any kind of opioid at you don't care if you drink but let you smoke a little flower and you're you know you're a bad person and you're, yeah. you're, you're shunned upon which is crazy it's crazy mm-hmm. you al steven jackson you guys have been really at the forefront and it feels like something's going to happen the yeah. quickest in the nba yeah, i think you know al kind of took the lead with that because i was still playing while he uh you know started his movement but as, <clears throat> as soon as i finished i i, I jumped on the bandwagon so to speak and i really just think it's through education man um and i think that uh i'm doing a really cool ucla cannabis research program which we're going to do you know kind of from head to tail from cbd thc the cannabinoids everything it does for your body and i think the fact that ucla is behind that study i think that's really going to go a long way yeah that's Um, huge all the information and stuff we're doing we're going to take to professional sports you know to kind of strengthen our view and and the reason for it you know and i'm not saying cannabis weed particulars for everybody but i guarantee there's a piece of that plant that's here for everybody you know some some part of that plant can help your life in some sort of aspect so you know we, we want it just to be an option you know what i mean like i said they'll throw i was taking toradol shots in the playoffs and you know that shit is killing your heart liver everything you yeah. know kidneys you know what i mean they, they do that doing, and they don't NBA care too, you know what i mean huh? but, but smoke a joint and you know we're gonna find you twenty five thousand this time and fifty thousand next time and then six games which oh, is it's killed me it's fine my whole I mean, career you know i was talking a lot of shit and i kept wondering <laughs> today it's, fuck it, i used to call them all kinds of names i was a, I, I was a rotten bad i used to just call them dirty piece of shit i used to harass people then they started finding my ass uh, uh, fuck yeah I said, this is not fair it's man. Not, God, it's not that, man. man i was getting those twenty five thousand dollar fines left and right man this shit was crazy they ah. get me three million here oh. three hundred fifty thousand yeah, here uh-uh. i'm like what the fuck that's crazy i thought being real humble now <laughs> yeah, and this time around with the money it would be cool yeah. <laughs> no yeah. more bullshit yeah you live and you learn man yeah mm-hmm. no more bullshit well the three on three league 
That's allowed CBD. Good, huh? Yeah, they allowed CBD. I think them in the Olympics, if I'm not mistaken. The Olympics, yeah, yeah they so took I, CBD I, off. Like I said, I think that it's a process. I think you know within the, the next year or two. Um, CBD will be legalized in the NBA. Uh, Adam Silver is very receptive it's and open. Be so awesome. That's good. It's huge, man. It, it's That's huge because, like I said, it's it's only a lack of 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 understanding is what's keeping this so far behind. You know what I mean? But the, the all the the studies are right here for you, uh, yeah. and the benefits are right here for you. So, like I said, I think CBD is a year or two away, um, and I hope that you know can you know I, I hope within the next three to four years that cannabis can be prescribed in moderation such as pills are you know for for you know for sleep for pain for focus for all the things they give us opioids i really for. believe it is it has it, to be they have no you know it has to be. coming fast at it you. has to be yeah. and i think i said you know adam silver is very open and receptive to sitting down and learning and talking to people which i think is a great you know great for the nba well that's great i mean i'm glad to hear that because Roger Goodell definitely yeah. doesn't give a fuck. That's crazy. <laughs> about too much anything. But I I think the NBA, and this is all due respect to the other leagues, kind of lead the way and stuff. You know what I mean? So if we do it, yeah. it'll kind of trickle down and everyone else will kind of fall in line with it, hopefully. Um, but like I said, the, the people that continue to turn their back on it are just not educated, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Because <clears throat> it really is one of those things. Like, the more you understand about it, the but, more ridiculous you see this well, the you situation see when it's, is. You know, you know, helping kids with uh, seizures and any kind of little, you know, child. If a parent is going to, you know, risk their children, you know, if you have kids, you understand that bond. You're going to, you know, you're going to give your children something that came off this plant. You must really trust and believe and have done your education on it. And like I said, if, if people are giving children, it's helping children. Why would you be such continue to turn a blind eye to it, its effectiveness? Yeah. Have you done it? What? Uh, what you gonna call it uh, with the shamans and all that? Yeah. You've done it. What was it like? I want to do it. Somewhat, this lady's been trying to get me to do it. I'm, hey man, def- listen, I'm interested in doing um, it. I, my advice to you to do it, man. Um, I can't even explain. It just blew my mind. It Amazing. Ooh, I said, right. I, I said, let me do it again. I got. I got to figure this out. It just took me. Just somewhere. a new look at life. New look at life is a really? statement. Really? Yeah, man. See, it's this all, it's all a, um, a mental high. Yeah. You gonna be fucked up. This you lady's done things. it 26 times. She's gone all yeah. over the country. All kinds the, the, the Amazons to do it, to do it. but now she has so she lives out and I met her in the Bay Area she lives out there by, behind Napa on a big property and she has shamans come to her property and invites her friends out to do it with shamans and everything so you don't really have to go far to do it so no, it's really scary. that's the shit I can imagine I want, I, I, I've want. been wanting to do it man it's scary but they say whatever comes out needs to come out yeah, you know what I mean like out. it has it's to come out it's never been the same listen I was um, I was on a bad I was going on a bad I was getting high every day I had Different women. I was just, I was just dark. I got really dark. I got really dark. So I said, "Give it to me. Let me see what you got." And man, when I, I took the first hit, I never, I never experienced, experienced anything like that before. First thing I said, "Oh man, these people have killed me. I fucked up. I <laughs> fucked up. These people are killing me. Oh, I really fucked up." I just saw fucking different chambers. I saw the Aztec shit. You know what I mean? You saw. Yes, just start seeing shit. I need to. Yeah, I need to try that. Shit. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. And I'm trying. I thought it was the kind of drug you could smoke and you could be high and you could do what info. So give it to me now. And so no, oh, I'm sorry. I would have fell right out. Boom. Instantly. Yeah, that's what happened. I was in a boom. Was, How long were you out for? I, I felt like I was out for hours, but it was only 15 minutes. Really? Yeah. And you went through that much stuff. Damn. I was scared. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm thinking about my Hell family. Yeah. So shit, where's my family at? Where's everybody at? I think my family, I think about my kids, they all left. It's all gone. It's over. Bye. It's like, over. Bye. See ya. Bye. It was just like, bye. Come on. Come with us. Get me the fuck out of here. Damn. 
You would do it again, though? Yeah, I'm going to do it again. Oh, you are? So, yeah, I'm going to be scared to death, though. But it's all right, though. You just yeah. get high and enjoy it. Fuck yeah. it. It's quite a ride, man. That's what's oh, up, it's man. incredible, man. You can't even explain. You wouldn't even be able to explain. Right. I can't even express it. It's just right. inconceivable. No, she, this lady swears. Like I said, she's done it 26 times, yeah. probably more since I last talked to her, but she oh, but swears she's really by She's cool, right? Uh, she's <laughs> so at cool. peace. Yeah. So at peace, so centered, very successful oh. in business. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a, like a really good person, so... Now you kind of just stamped it because I've been going back and forth asking people what they thought, and some people are with it, some people are scared. But goes deep, man. It takes you deep. I've done ayahuasca, which is just drawn out longer, but you know the toad is like the spaceship. Yeah, right. you, you start right. seeing oh. shit, man. zero to hundred. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You start seeing things when you think you're dead. You can't breathe. You're like, what? The f-? I'm because I was telling the guys I'm dying. I'm like, I'm dying. I tell them to, you don't have to lie. Like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to lie. I'm dying. Right? This is it. Yeah. <laughs> these <laughs> white people tricked like, me. These white motherfuckers. Mike's like, I, I finally let these motherfuckers in and they, yeah, got, they got me. That's really how I felt. I felt <laughs> Monday night after they got me. All these shit, they got me. Fucking got me. What the fuck? God happened? damn it. It's a dumb motherfucker. I see you're a stupid motherfucker. Man. Wow. Mm. But that's what you got to go through, man. Or the toad takes you. Oh, uh, I was cursing myself up, Mike. You are st- what the fuck? You dumb nigga. What the fuck you doing this shit? You like white people drugs? You stupid motherfucker. I was saying all this shit. Oh, mad as man. fuck at yourself. Yeah. And I was telling people, stop. I don't want to feel this way no more. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop the ride. And they were like, look at me, and say, yo, fuck. I can't help you. So your I'm eyes are open, right. and you still saw everybody, yeah, but you're was, still, but you're just going through some. No, when mental. my eyes open, everybody look. Really? And then I was like, stop it, stop it, stop it. I don't want to feel this way no more. Fucking stop this. And they're like, fuck, man, I can't. I was like, oh, no. I, like, I, st- I went then, man. I said, took off. It's nuts, dude. Scary shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Scary. It's amazing, man. I never could have, I, I never been the same since. Never been the same. Well, don't you think that's why some people don't really like weed? It's because it shows you some shit about yeah, yourself. Real. Yeah. But then I also think that, that people are afraid of the word high, no matter what it is. Like that word high scares people. So that's why with our th- my whole push within this cannabis space. They call it medicine. They call it total right, medicine. Right. You know what I mean? So, and so instead of like we try to remove the word high yeah. from it and, and, and give the educational and the beneficial sides of it, you know, being professional athletes, because it's always looked upon as something bad, losers, stoner, whatever it may be. But then you think about it, some of the greatest athletes to ever walk this earth, like, the, you know, the man sitting next to me, yeah, pr- some of the best basketball players, greatest football players of all time have all smoked weed and, you know, and, and it's helped them, you know. So it's just we got to educate people, man. That, that's the key is, is educating, and then we got to continue to tell our stories. You know what I mean? We have to explain to people why we used it. This is what it did for us. I mean, you know, being an athlete, it's a crazy schedule, especially being, you know, football or basketball you with know, how much we travel. Most in the city, believe it or not, most of us have addicted parents. Uh, in the city, right here, straight you know, up. Our parents are addicted. I mean, my parents were, you know, my dad was a drug dealer. My parents were drug addicts, so I seen it all, and I knew. That's why I never fucked with the coke or none of the other shit, because it's in my blood to love it. You know what I mean? So that's why we're at 14. I remember my dad was crazy, man. And we was with such huge fans of you, huge fans of you, man. I'm having like a real, I've met Obama, Jordan. I didn't trip off nothing, but I'm smoking weed with motherfucking Mike Tyson right now. This I shit love is that. insane. I'm like the hood champion. <laughs> nah, straight up. Champion now you're everybody's champion, champion, man. For real. You are, man. For real. You, you've got your own podcast coming out, which is oh, pretty dope. Yeah. You and What's Steven Jackson. 
We want to do it, myself and Stephen Jackson, we just want to do it about life. I think uh, too often we pigeonhole ourselves as in LeBron's on that big push more than athletes. You know what I mean? And everyone always says when athletes speak out, stick to what you do. But we have, you know, we're affected by all aspects of society. You know, we're, we're fathers, we're most, you know, we're business owners, we are charitable call you know we we we, we philanthropy so we're all in all so everything that happens in the world affects us you know what i mean so i really wanted to be something where we can speak on whatever the current issues are and whether it be politics business religion just really be open and real because too much too often people censor themselves and do politically right but how about let's just be real you know let's let's check let's teach this next generation of children let's be real like all this fake shit that's cool right now and 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 pop like that shit is not real let's let's be real and open with shit and uh me and him do a good job of talking that way in real life anyway yeah, so we just wanted to put that you know put that in the universe and see what it does hell yeah brother <laughs> i'm stoked about it right you guys have a name yet we haven't man we did a little uh, instagram contest too we got to go back and look at those names okay but, uh, we're you know we're getting everything right now we, we're, we're finding the uh, you know producers that i've worked with and, and that jack's worked with and uh we just want to do everything from the ground up people think oh you just go do a podcast throw it on the camera and, like we really want it we know this thing can be special so we want to do it the so right you way do some right. on location spots too um we, like we, we want to do travel yeah. around yeah we do want to travel around we do want to you know be out in the field we want to you know we want to make it as real as possible you know we we want to meet people we want to help people we want to learn from people so let's just be real about some shit because too like the fake is winning right now and it's unfortunate because yeah. not enough people in a position with you the know, platform um, speak on it the fake wins most time because normally when people are fake, it's something that they want. They want the acceptance from a certain group of people, or they want a crown. Or they want or they or they gonna feel they're gonna get money, and that's why the fake is winning because people, are, you know, putting these things in front of their faces and they're just going for it. Right, right. It's well, like I mean, the pill. It's, it's not real, you know what I mean? I think people like live and die by social media. You know what I mean? So most of the time, people on social media who are really flashing money and all this shit, real wealthy people don't do that. You know what I mean? So these people are putting on a show and everyone's aspiring to be that, not knowing that these motherfuckers are renting these cars, don't really have that much money, you know, probably live with somebody type stuff, but they're showing, you know, they're, they're putting off for the gram. So people are chasing something that's not even real. You know what I mean? So you just miss so many steps along the way when you, when you with that bullshit. So we just want to be real with shit, man. Amen, brother. That's Fuck it, man. yeah, Matt. That's it, man. That's it. Man. That's it. Just, I love that. Just dude. be a good person, man. Help people be happy. Cause you know, it, I've lost, you know, a close friend recently. It just you just never know, you know, when your lap when your time is up, man. So why just why be an asshole? Why be a hater? Just man, sit back and enjoy this motherfucking ride we got real this quick. Beautiful and, ride, but right, short. Come on, man. You're right. Yeah, your career is over so. Come quick. on, man. Yeah, I, I mean, you, take twenty years. You're doing this. Yeah, nothing. And then you have the nothing. you still have the rest wow. of your life oh, to live. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's that's what we want to talk about, man. We just like we said, we're we're, we're in tune with every facet, and uh, we we want to be able to speak on that. That's weird. Great, because, man. You know, uh, Eppin, you must know the feeling too. You exactly. Um, I don't care how much money you got, right? There's um, there's a there's a part of that world that we want that says, "Fuck you, you ain't playing, you ain't shit." Nigga. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care. It's just that they want they want to be a part of that success. You running that ball, you sh- scoring that the main the last shot. Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of that. If you can't do that, they don't care. That's mm-hmm. just that that glory high. You know? So true, man. Yeah. So true. Because you wear we that, try, and we cloak. try to hold on to that so long, and then yeah. we wind up getting hurt. That was one thing I was was happy about. You know, I was 
I played 15 years. I wasn't even supposed to play, you know what I mean, to, to be able to hustle for 15 years and then win a championship and be like, even though I didn't go out the way I wanted to, I got hurt going into the playoffs. And anybody that's followed my career knows that like I've always been out there fighting and doing whatever I got to do to help win. So to go through that Golden State ride and not get a chance to play in the playoffs like really was kind of bittersweet for me. But, uh, you know, I, I was still a good teammate, encouraged and stayed ready. I just got hurt and the team was hot and I had to sit back and watch it. That's just what it was. But at the same time, it was a chance to, to, to win a championship. And I'm looking at the situation like, okay, I played 15 years. I had just signed a three-year deal that year. So I still, fortunately, you know, I'm still being paid until the in, until 2020, November. But I just thought like, okay, well, 15 years, man, I won a championship. I was going through a nasty divorce situation with my ex. I wasn't seeing my twin boys uh, much, uh, very much. And I'm just like, you know, this is a perfect time to walk away and just see what what's next in life. You know what I mean? I was smart enough to start businesses when I was 31, 32. I played till I was 37. So things started to flourish all that championship summer. And I'm just like, this is a good time to walk away. And I retired. So I didn't want to, you know, like Mike, just I didn't want to overstay my welcome. You know what I mean? I still love basketball. I can still watch basketball, but I just don't miss it. You know, it's what I did. It was a small piece of my life. But I really <clears throat> feel like the next step in life is going to be amazing because I'm going to be able to utilize everything I learned for, on the highest level, being an NBA player for 15 years in business and, and, and meet people and, you know, make money with people and just have fun, man, and raise my kids. And, and that's why I was like, I don't regret, I don't look back at the NBA at all. Like, man, it was really fun. It was an honor. But what's next in life is going to be bigger, I feel like. That's great, man. I fucking yeah. love that mentality. And yeah. I know it's true. Right. You're still getting paid your last contract? Yeah, until the November 2020. Fuck? Yeah. That is yeah. fucking amazing for and you. At the same time, think about this. I'm, yeah, so I'm still being paid by the NBA and I'm being paid to smoke weed at the same time. I love that, dude. You Fuck I mean? yeah. Who, 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 you know, who else has been able to maneuver? The NFL like would that, never right? do that. Who else this has is, been able to maneuver? This is, awesome. this is the best job in the world. Come on, man. Come with the work awesome, dude. All day. Come on, <laughs> man. That's great. That's great. I mean, I look back on the NFL. I don't, I don't miss playing at all. How many years did you play? Six. Yeah. And you were a I'm, big target, too. Yeah, the same size as me. Tackle, so. guard. Yeah. And I just fucking beat the shit out of myself for as long as I could. And then right. I was like, I'm grinding through these injuries. This coach behind me, he doesn't give a fuck. And that guy up there who I'm supposed to be blocking, I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to beat the shit out of him anymore because I used to have that mentality of just like, I'm going to go fucking kill somebody. You today, have to. You know? But I that's a that's a blessing, man. And you I think you you have a lot of obviously, you know, maturity about how you're taking on life after. And it's great for you to jump right into cannabis like you right. have. Cannabis no. cannabis is a no brainer. Right? I think it, like I said, we got to continue, you know, myself, everyone in here is a former athlete and has a platform. We just have to continue to tell our stories. You know, we have to, I was fortunate enough to be able to um, executive produce a peach for Bleach Report um, last 420 called BR420. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But it was the first time, you know, we had five former NBA players and then six former NFL players. I was on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were were on camera smoking weed explaining why. You know what I mean? This is why. This is, we, we have to tell the world why we use it. You know what I mean? And then we were able to now we're able to back it up with, you know, such, you know, universities such as UCLA. And there's other people that are doing research all the time. But like people are really interested. People would need to be interested in learning this because it can help everybody from the, the consumers to, to the economy, you know, to everybody. So it's just, man, let's let's get on board. I always said that exactly. I was when I should have been smoking weed when I was fighting. I wouldn't have gotten so much trouble outside of the ring. 
Oh, man. I was always fighting yeah. people and getting in fights, hitting people and stuff outside of me. I couldn't keep down. I should have smoked after yeah. a fight. Never smoked Which, after a fight. That's what kept, I mean, shit, my, my, when my nasty ass divorced on my ex and then, you know, her, oh, date, the her dating my former teammate and then I had to oh. be, and then I had to beat my former, you know, oh, I had to, had to, oh, had to talk drive out there. Don't talk about the divorce. My friend, don't talk about the divorce. You want to fight? Oh, I'm, fighting, <laughs> I'm fighting my friend. I'm getting fight yeah. after my friends and yeah, stuff right. over this bitch. But all my, all my shit was oh, public, man. you know what I mean? So you got to think, like, I have to still yeah, deal with all this shit is public and then I'm still, I still have to go out there and play basketball every night, you know what I mean? So if I didn't have weed, like, I still got in some trouble and still, but if I didn't have weed, man, I would probably, you know, oh, I was knock off, I'd probably be in prison, time. man. You know what I mean? Like, weed has really saved my life from just all the shit I've been through to just kind of keep me like, come on, man, you're here for a better purpose, you know? Because it just, it slows you down and makes you think a little more, you know what I mean? Get outside your body and think about the long term and, 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 and stuff. So I just think, man, if it wasn't for weed... Who knows? Mm. Who knows? It's great, man. I was um, so interested in talking about divorces. I was at my ex-wife's house. I was going to um, my parents because I had just fucked her the day before, but we still were divorced. You know, we're going through our divorce, right? But still, that's what we do. You know, still we, we, on, we, we get a divorce, but we're still not with anybody, so we're going to hit right. each other. That's just <laughs> what it is, right? But one day I was supposed to go, I went to the house and this bitch-ass nigga, what's that guy named me? Brad Pitt and her comes up. Oh, nigga, I was going to dust both of them off, but I didn't. She came in. Brad Pitt? Yeah. I think I heard. The, where did I hear? You've told the that story fuck? before, right? Yeah. Where did you, you told that. And he I, and I remember me how oh. pussy whooped and shit. I still love this girl. And then them two bitch-ass niggas come up and pull up on me and then in Brad. my car. <laughs> They're driving your car? Yeah. And it's Brad Pitt, too. Yeah, what That's the Fuck. Up. Brad, uh, Brad, remember Brad was scared as a motherfucker. Oh, I, oh, I bet. <laughs> Come on, man, you were you were in your twenties. Like, I'm about yeah, right? to get killed. Uh, you was, you was, uh, you was a bad motherfucker. 21. Come on, man. I was like, oh, nigga. If I seen you, I would have made her get out the car and just <laughs> got in the car and just motherfuck <laughs> that. We could. We, I'm gonna call you, Mike. We not no, get no face to face action. I remember that stuff. Like he said, some. Oh, I could see that stuff. I could have got mad. I was really angry. I'm glad you didn't. Or how, how are you? I'm you really got, you glad guys, you, you guys have obviously ran across each other never since you and Brad. You never seen Brad nah, since? No, nah, but I saw some people said he he didn't like that experience. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking blame him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a experience. No, that could have been bad. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't let it go bad. Me too, oh, man. Yeah, it could have been bad. Me but too. I'm so happy. Wow. But, but, but I'm just saying, man, this fucking woman, man, she just, she just, she knows I'm coming over because we come over every day. She knows I'm going to come over that morning. Why would she do that to me? <sighs> Tough. I opened a can of worms, my bad. Yeah. But yeah, okay. fuck, but that's yeah. What this it's is all, all good. About, right? Yeah, this dude. All Open up, man. It's you perfect. Know, you, li- you live and learn, man. You got to live and learn. Yeah. Why would they do that stupid shit? <laughs> <laughs> Why would they do They're that? probably thinking the same thing, dude. Oh, Why the fuck did we do that? No, nah, that's my thing, too. Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, were, like, dude was staying in my house with my kids, and you didn't tell me, like, man to man, oh, like, man. you want to, you know, you're my former teammate, whatever. You want to fuck with my ex. That's kind of a sucker move, but you could be a sucker for that. But then you can't stay in the house that I pay for with my twin boy sleeping next to you and not tell me that's why that that's gonna be a problem like people die for shit like that yeah. you know what i mean luckily i was a professional athlete and we we just do a couple of hands but like you die for shit like that you know what i mean so it's just like i've never understood that move you know just yeah but whatever like i said you live in, it makes you stronger man you know me and him are at a cool place now where it's you know it's for the kids and 
you know, they're moving on and getting married. So it, it is what it is. But just, you know, shit, just be real. Talk to me. That, that's what this show is about, man. Be a man. You're going to do nah, something like that. Just come that talk shit. to me. Now, fuck you that shit. Keep their life miserable, nigga. Stay in a relationship, nah, nigga. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that shit, Stay in a relationship, Keep fucking her, nigga. Stay in a relationship, Hell no. Hell no. I'm good. Hell no. Oh, shit. Stay in that fucking head. What what are your cannabis companies? Um, I'm nah, working. Fuck, we ain't talk about now. How did you feel about st- when was the first time you decided you was gonna be a pro basketball player? God there you go. Damn. I mean, you gotta uh, talk about that shit for sure. Too. You know, God basketball damn. was. <laughs> Hell yeah, Mike, talk that shit. Yeah, for real. So right. basketball was kind of second nature. You know, I, I grew up a football fan, uh, family. My dad played a little bit of semi pro, and then some uh, some some park Sunday tackle football. So that's what I grew up playing tackle football on the street. You know what I mean? So I really, my first love was football. I excelled in it. Um, you know, I was all American in high school. Why didn't you do football then? Because I just kept getting taller, kept getting taller. You know what I mean? And then I realized, like I started, obviously I got a little bit better at basketball. So I'm just like, and then I loved, started, once I really started looking at basketball series, you know, then I, fell in love with Magic Johnson and I was big and the, the Lakers Showtime ship. So that's when I kind of started focusing on I almost went to school to play both, but then I just focused on basketball um, and then just bounced around. Man, I didn't have an easy career. I'm glad you played basketball because football, that's that yeah. shit. It's tough, man. Long. You don't last. Oh. And at that time, there wasn't too many six eight, you know, receivers um, really out there. So it would have probably. You could have beefed up to like 320 and been nah, a tackle. Can't do that. <laughs> that nah. to hurt you, yeah, man. that's his violence. Yeah, they're trying to hurt you. But yeah. then you know, just had a, a roller coaster run through my through my through my career, man. I had to you know literally fight, you know, and claw, and, and, and it was either me or them, and that's how I looked at my career for a long time. Who's your favorite team to be on? Favorite team, um, probably that first Warrior team I played on in uh, 2006. Said that we believe team with me, Stephen Jackson, Baron Davis. That we believe team, we beat the Mavericks. Um, but then, right, shit, I got to play with Kobe. I got to play with Allen Iverson. I got to play with Shaq. Mm. I got to play with. I got to play with Steph Curry and Clay and. Chris Paul and Blake, like I've got to play with a lot of people that are going to go to the Hall of Fame, man. So I played on several teams, but it was a fun ass run, and it went by quick. And uh, you know, I was able to get a championship, and now it's dope. You know, uh, I'm off to that next, like I said, early phase in life, man. You know, so it's. I tell you all that to even say to get back to the beginning of your question. Triple Threat is the brand I work with, um, it, so I kind of look at it. it it's a, it's a basketball cliche, but that's going to be the name of my um, my cannabis brand. And the way I look at it is like I'm a triple threat. Now I'm an athlete, I'm a father, and I'm a businessman. So I feel like I'm a triple threat, and that's the way we're going to push um, everything I do. Cannabis. Um, I have a, a company up north uh, called Seven Leaves, um, and they produce all my flour. I'm in uh, partners with them now, and. You know, just really, I've been smoking weed so long, and it's become almost a science now. So, you know, I've, I've just, we want to make sure we put out the best product, the, the, you know, the best weed possible. We want to make sure you're getting super high off of every joint you smoke of ours. And uh, do right. Get, give the consumers what they need. They're nice, man. Appreciate it. Happy okay. hour is nice. Happy hour. That's, that's that gushers. I get you, you right. Do you ever come down by any chance to one of the locker rooms when the teams are playing and pass out your product? I wish I could. Great idea. I wish I could. We do to all the rappers. We go to the concert and pass out. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. No, we haven't done that yet. We haven't done that. I don't know. I don't think that you'd be able to get. Well, I don't know. I mean, I would definitely be able to get in the rooms. I don't know if I could be handing weed out though. They might be like, "Yo, get this motherfucker." Are you serious? I don't think anybody would go for that shit. 
shit. I think maybe in a couple of years we'll be able to do that. <laughs> Yo, players would be whoa. Yeah, yeah no, they no, the, oh, the players no, would the be players stoked. Would oh, they'd be like, whoa, let, let the, the NBA fuck? find out that I'm motherfucking yeah. at in, in the in the family rooms, <laughs> basically handing out weed, out joints. <laughs> the fuck I would think that would be that was a great idea. Like great idea, but to do yeah. Once that's ready, I'm gonna be the you. You got to come with me, hand your stuff out too. Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna start doing it to rappers. That's a good idea. I never thought about go that. Go to the concert. Go back. Hell to yeah. Room. Hey, take some stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell we yeah. Got to the guys who know how to smoke weed, man. Come on, man. Yeah. And they love they love weed. They love free weed, especially yeah. if it's good weed. So hell yeah. <coughs> it's all good, man. That's what's up. It's a great idea, Mike. I mean, let's just go to the L.A. Rams, the Lakers. Let's go to the Dodgers. I had no idea you couldn't do that. Kings? No, you can't. Because it's not legal yet. Really? You know, I mean, it's legal recreationally yeah. in California, but it's not yet a professional sport. So that's it's why still that. frowned upon. Right. But, but, but you know, through time, and we're definitely making progress. And uh, I think what we're doing at UCLA is going to be really big and hopefully it being a small piece of what, you know, overchanges, you know, these outdated rules in professional sports. Can you talk a little bit about the UCLA stuff? Yeah. Is it specific? Yeah. So what, what we're doing is, uh, you know, I'm looking for, you know, 10 to 15 athletes that want to donate, you know, 10,000 just to kind of get their names behind and help push this. And then we'll also do a, 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 a public uh, public round at a later time. But there's no funding for the benefits of cannabis, you know, they don't they don't fund for that. So we're doing outside funding, private funding to try to get, you know, to get these doctors on it. So we got I want to say th- five doctors, if I'm not mistaken, and about 15 to 19 faculty members there that are, you know, in, in the efforts. You know, we're studying uh, we're, we're studying everything from THC to CBD, head to toe, um, the, the benefits from it. And then um, hopefully at, at some point doing you know, some some clinical studies and trials where we can substitute opioid-dependent patients with CBD and, um, and THC and just kind of see how it helps, you know, their quality of life. Because so often you hear these these stories of how it's helped and changed people's lives. So we just need to continue to – we just need to get that through medical research. And then, like, how can they say no? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fucking. So yeah, man. If you're, if you're an athlete and you hear this and you want to donate, I'm sure Mike's going to donate. I'm sure these guys are going to donate. Donate to you, brother. Hell yeah, hell yeah, brother. That, Mike, that'd be dope. But yeah, I mean, we want to we want to really want to push this message, man, and get this out and, and and allow professional athletes and Olympians and everyone, really, and anybody. You know what I mean? Cops need it. You know, yeah. cops live a stressful fucking oh life. Let God. them smoke some weed, man, so they're not so motherfucking trigger happy. You know what I mean? Firefighters, doctors, everyone lives a stressful life. So we're the world is so we're just popping pills popping pills drinking alcohol let's all just sit down smoke this weed be happy man and just fuck change the world like i said a piece of that like smoking is not for everyone but i guarantee there's a piece of that plant that can effectively help everybody in this world i believe that as well for sure yeah if here is medicine come on man man. well thanks for coming man mike how you like that joint mike i love this joint this is a wonderful joint I need to get you on our, um, when we're done, I need to get you on our Instagram saying that. Well, please, I'll be. Hell yeah. I'm Hell fucking yeah, talking to Mike Tyson right now. This is incredible. Stuff, you have any questions for Mike while no, we're I'm here? Just, I'm just a huge fan, man. Like I said, Thank oh, that's the story I was telling earlier when I got high and distracted. Listen, but, listen, I saw you fight on, on, the, on the fucking court before. Yeah, no, I just, I yeah, wasn't with the bullshit. I wasn't with the bullshit. <laughs> 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 nah, but we used to like. 
my dad is just my my God. Bless, I love my dad. God bless him. But he's just a crazy and was always out there and always fighting and doing everything. But we used to watch your fights, man. We used to back when we used to have to record them. That we would record them too, and you'd order them on pay per view. So sometimes you couldn't really record them because the pay per view wouldn't allow you. Sometimes we got them, but then my mom would be pissed because my dad would spend that thirty four dollars and your motherfucking fights last fifty seconds. You know what I mean? So now we're fighting about money. Like you know he's gonna knock this motherfucker out. Why you keep paying? That shit, man. But that it's shit. So so, but I'm saying that's how long we used to watch and we had all your fights on tape man that's why I said my, I had to get a picture because my dad is going to be so excited like I said I got a chance to meet everybody Magic, Barack Michael Jordan but I mean, I'm fucking smuggling a joint with Mike Tyson that shit is dope this man is and I'm not even on the, people know me I don't really do fan moments but this is a, for sure a fan moment man so thank you for you allowing know, me I just gotta keep it real right yeah. when I used to watch you play and you used to have to get beef with people I said there's something wrong with this brother <laughs> <laughs> I was just so I was raised I was you raised like most right. is going through I was, moments. I was I was raised to like my dad was he always taught me to protect my brothers and sisters. Confrontation. You know what I mean? So it, it, so no, people never really fuck with me. They always fuck with my teammates. You know what I mean? So I would be there to be like my teammates or my brothers. So like if you go, if we're going to, no one really wants to fight. The very few people really fight. I'll, I would have fought. You know what I mean? So if we're really going to fight, we can fight him, not just play basketball. You know what I mean? So you're not going to like pick on Chris Paul and you're not going to pick on Blake. And then, you know, I was with Kobe and you're not just going to rough Kobe up. You know what I mean? He, me, he, me and him had some rough altercations. But once I was on his team, like you're not going to do that to Kobe. You know what I mean? I think that's why he got me and Ron Artest. Like, he was tired of people roughing him up. And we, you know the what I mean? enforcers, Right, dude. so it's just like, it was never, I never really wanted to get out there and fight, but like, if we're going to fight, I'm going to be, definitely be one the ones on my team fighting. There's no question about that, but let's just play basketball. So My family see um, Kobe out in um, Newport Beach. You see them with the, the coffee shops and stuff. Yeah, no, Kobe. Oh, yeah? Co- yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. What's Kobe doing? Kobe's out and uh, about. Kobe's dope. Come in, Kobe, for my, my twin's 10th birthday, I took him out to Newport and he worked him out. So, you know, oh, you know that's Ten year olds, they got to get worked out by Kobe, and then he sent his our whole AU team shoes. Um, shout out to my little G one elite. We're the number one ten um, ten year old AU team on the West Coast right now. So I got my twins, and we got a cool little team. Kobe sent him shoes. Katie's about to send him some shoes. That's so I really awesome, right? just try to make you know get Love experiences it. for these little boys. So that's what it's about, man. I have my fun little run now. I want to you know want to make sure my kids enjoy life. That's great, man. Yeah, it's fucking cool, dude. Kobe want to get in the weed game? I don't know, man. I always told him if we would have won a championship together, he had to smoke with me, but we didn't win that year. But I was telling I him, like, Kobe bro. Kobe high. That would be so interesting. Yeah. Mike, we should try to get him on here and get him high. That would be interesting, man. I don't know if he can, though, because it's, it's not. like anything? What I want to That's the thing. Like, what I want to do is I want to make it socially acceptable so guys can really open up and be able to do that without being judged or losing endorsements or getting in trouble. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people are people can sit all day and talk and drink or drink alcohol. pop pills. Or yeah. go in the bathroom, snort a line of coke, but let let Kobe, you know, sit here smoking a joint, and people are gonna want to, you know, drop him from Nike or drop mm. him from wherever they can drop. You know, it's it's unfortunate. So that's why I want to continue to bring, you know, education to this front to make it more socially acceptable. You know what I mean? Like I want to get it to where, you know, a, a mom at the end of the day, instead of drinking a glass of wine, she can smoke a joint. You know, what I mean, why not? Why can't she do that to unwind? You know, so that's what we need to get it to. For sure, man. Well, shit, dude. Mike, you got any other questions? Man, this is pretty cool. <laughs> it's awesome, man. Oh, yeah, we can have you man. back. Come back anytime, man. Yeah. When you're pod. Oh, I want to do that toad shit with you, Mike. Oh, man. Toad is beautiful. Yeah. Let me know when you do that. Okay, I'll definitely do, do that, that shit. 
Come back, man. I, mean, I appreciate you guys having me. I just came to look at this cool little Ray, man. He's you got a really dope setup. Yeah, I didn't even know I was going to jump on the iPad, uh, iPod today, man. I appreciate it. Brother but I just Bones, came. But listen, I told you, never going to be the same again. I'm ready to not that's, be, you know. That's going to be something. For, for the better, though, right? Yeah. That's what I need. Yeah, I need that. You know, I've been through a lot of shit. I need to, I need to elevate, for real. Podcasts are obviously what's in, but people want to know the story behind the story, you yeah. know, especially for someone like him. Someone yeah. like me, there's always been such a false narrative, yeah. but now you can really explain who the fuck you are without having someone else tell your did you story. Did you along with the NBA? I did. I just wasn't on no bullshit with the NBA. Like, the NBA looks at it like we own you. No, no, you own my likeness oh, because man. you pay me. You know what I mean? So I'm always going to speak my mind. I got fined. Like, we were talking, I didn't get the fine. You talked said $3 million and three hundred. Well, I, I didn't get big fines year, like that, know. you know what I mean? But I'm talking about, like, I always spoke my mind. So I got fined a lot for speaking my mind. Because, like I said, it's it's a blessing to play in the NBA. Don't get me wrong. But before, and like, I'm a grown-ass man. You know, I'm a father. Like, no one can tell me what I can and can't say. You know what I mean? So that's the way I kind of just looked at stuff. So, But, I mean, I respected the NBA for the opportunity. It was a dream come true. It was great. But, like I said, it just wasn't. I wasn't one of those, you know, yes-men with them. So kind of like the, uh, I did it my way, hopefully respectfully as I could have. And... Stay true to me. That's all you can do, man. That's it, man. Come on. Shit, yeah. That's it. I think people love you for that. I, 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 cra- so some you know? people like hate me for who they think I am, but the right. people that actually get to know me, they're like, yo, we fuck with you because we really understand where you're coming from now. You know what I mean? And like I said, it wasn't. It, it's for situations like podcasts like this to really be able to give us our own voice and stop having these other motherfuckers that really don't like us tell our stories. Did you know Pop? I didn't, but I know that was your guy. He's my favorite yeah. person in the world. I, they, well, he would, be, he would trip out if he saw Right on, right? That's just right there, right? On. Yeah, right on my hand. He's, so he's like, top pockets, my man. That's oh. what I want to talk to you yeah, about. Every What's time he I go like? to another country, like the African, the children of war, they always ask me, what was Tupac like? Really? You know, always that's, ask me that. That's what I was. He's Tupac, my all-time favorite, Tupac was too. the kind of guy, right? Had the biggest heart in the world, do anything for you. You know, just um, if he got mad, he was all in. Right. Mm. He was just all in. He couldn't shut, he couldn't stop him. He's mad at you, he wants to get you, he's just he's a trip. Right. Brilliant he songwriter. He was a trip. Brilliant dude, really. You guys were close. That was yeah. your guy, though. Yeah. He, he fucked, but I mean, I watched everything on it, and he's always talking about you somehow. You know what I mean? Like you guys. Are I met him. You know, I, um, he was trying to get in this club. They couldn't get in the club, so I got him in this club. <laughs> That's how I met them. I we're, at Lo- out, we're at in Los Long Bay. Island, right on. It was the Palladium. And we were in the back, and we were at the back door, and I was talking to two guys. Did he smoke weed? Yeah, he did. <clears throat> Lots of weed. Yeah, he smoked a lot. Yeah, he was always burning, <laughs> right? Yeah, and we let him in. He just took the mic one in. He just started rapping in the club. Was this before he was big? Yeah, before really? he did Digital Underground. Ah. And then the next thing I know, I was in prison. The next thing he. He came to visit me. Dope. And you guys became super close. Yeah, he came to visit me. Yeah, man. I wish that's one person I wish I would have got a chance to meet. Like, he's my, anyone who knows me, like, you can ask any of my former teammates. Like, I was always controlling the music before the game. We weren't playing Tupac. We're not playing no other bullshit. I love it. This is how we got to think before we go out there and play. That's what I listen to before every game. You got to get, like, Tupac was. And he started hanging out with some guys from my, from my old neighborhood. I'm coming out and whoa. That's kind of strange. That's not cool. Right. Yes, you know, they just didn't look right together. I knew those guys all my life. I know what they're about. You know what I mean? Right. It wasn't a good look. Yeah, not good, not good, not good. That's unfortunate, man. He would have been great on the pod. Oh, man. he was. He was, He's that kind of guy. He would do things for nothing. Things that no guy to get paid for, he would do nothing right. for you. Right, right. But guy. can you imagine his knowledge? Would he died at 25, 26? Yeah. Can you imagine him at 50? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. He was already He's so wide. Yeah. Man, I mean, I think the world as a whole would be different if Tupac was, I mean, rap music would be different, but I really think he had like a cult following. Like he could have been someone that could have ran for the presidency. It really seemed like people stood behind his words so much. You know what I mean? So I think people follow him yeah. all over the world. Still, yeah. still thing, though, come on, man, still. It's Tupac, you know, still. So it's just, my, my twins are 10. They know Tupac. So He's it's a trip. Just, He's just a little guy, like 125 pounds. Yeah, yeah <laughs> little, little man complex. He wanted to fight everybody. He wasn't afraid of anybody. <laughs> he was just on it, huh, man? That's, now that's amazing. You got to spend some time with him, man. Yeah, that's dope as hell. Yeah. That's well, thank you guys, man. Another hey, great pod, Mike. Awesome. Thank nah, you, man. Thank, thank you, you guys, Matt. Man, I appreciate it, man. Thank oh, you for having me. Pleasure. You're Absolutely. the man, dude. Thank you. All right, brother. So what are you going to do? Come on, man. Get us out of here, Evan. All right. Well, until next time, everybody, thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe on our YouTube and channel. And they can get us. And they can get they can us, us at Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Yeah, I'll be back, man. Let me know when you guys want me back. I'm back in the area. I used to live right around the corner from here. So that's yeah. Why I was there. Awesome. yeah. This is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but when I play for the Lakers, <laughs> when I play for the Lakers, we yeah. practice right here, yeah. like literally right around the corner. So.